In episode 43, we discussed the week that was calling your shot, which is focusing on our favorite college class memory or experience should be fun there. Truth and Tunes trivia with Ryan and a look at our favorite New Testament Bible passage on prayer in Fix Your Eyes. Welcome to Six in the Mix. A band of brothers talking faith, family, sports, and politics. Join us on our journey. Again, welcome to episode 43 of Six in the Mix. Uh, as a reminder, please drop comments and suggestions uh, into Facebook, really the best place to uh, contact and get a hold of us. We are available on YouTube as well. Uh, and if you like what you see, you know, hit the like button, uh, share it with a friend. Uh, if someone could gain some encouragement uh, from the things we're talking about or even a laugh, uh, we would certainly love that and uh, maybe share how it's impacted you. Uh, it would be great. And any ideas you have for uh, future uh, topics, uh, trivia, uh, whatever, we would love to, uh, we would love to hear that. All right, guys, we're going to jump into the week that was and um, going to start off with uh, with a say what battle. But guys, I, I was doing some thinking and I got a new and improved, new and improved version. And I got there's two, two, two uh, improvements we're going to make. So I was thinking as I'm putting these clips together that I kind of understand the context because I'm kind of looking for them and putting them together. But uh, it, for people who may not know, have heard them. Uh, it's a little bit tough. So we've added a small description or I've added a small description at the beginning of each clip uh, to help provide context kind of on what's coming. So you're not uh, trying to trying to put together uh, either who it is or maybe what they're talking about a little bit. So that's a nice touch. And I also uh, also wanted to not just focus on the negative. So I am uh, very happy and excited to announce the long lost twin of say what battle is also coming the amen battle. So guys, we've got two battles today. It's the say what battle, and we got the amen battle. Uh, so we've got two of them together. And guys, it's it's a, it was a full week. It's been a full two weeks. So we we've got uh, we've got some uh, we got some real uh, strong contestants. So you guys are going to have to be sharp. You might have to take notes. Uh, we've got a few things to uh, choose from. So uh, without any further ado, let's uh, let's jump into the uh, say what battle. Have, have them explain the supply chain to us. You can understand what, what we're talking about? They're smart people. But supply chain? Well, why is everything backed up? Well, it's backed up because the people supply the materials that end up being on our kitchen table or in our, in, in our, our, fam, our, our, our life. Guess what? They're closed those plants because they have COVID. They're not. So it's a complicated world. What are you talking about, mister? So, um, uh, so we are getting some bird and privilege. I think, I think mostly we're getting privilege scrub because privilege strug is deadly to a bill. Bird ball is important. It's, you have to take it out, but privilege violation can take you out. So, so we're again getting that as we go along as well. But when we pass a bill, then they will see it in its aggregate and make uh, some. Any concerns that any of this is quote, messaging because that they have to take some of those things out regardless, no matter what you send over? You said you weren't going to send a, a messaging bill. No, no, we're not sending a messaging bill, but 
we uh, want to be sure that what we send is not birdable or bird bath or privilege scrub. They're the two um, exercises we're engaged, bathing exercises we're engaged in. And um, um, we're getting good responses. There's no bad answer. You know, it is what it is. Who'd you dumb about? <laughs>
actually, I'm going to give Biden a pass too. Cause I think, you know, he had to say that about Virginia, right? He had to be positive about it. That's not, uh, you know, he said that before he knew the outcome, you know, he's got to be positive there. So that, it was just funny. Cause we know the outcome now, but um, I think kind of the, and, and I guess it's, for me, it's a little bit unfair because we had the side-by-side, you know, Kamala trying to, you know, say, Hey, here's our president. And then you've got the side-by-side of what he's actually doing in Scotland and, um, you know, kind of falling asleep. It was just kind of uh, unique, which again, I mean, it's the guy, yeah, the, 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 the grandpa is, is traveling worldwide. So he's got to be tired. I, you know, I, I sometimes struggle to stay awake in meetings too. And I, I don't fault him for that, but it's just interesting, you know, um, you got to be waking up by one of your aides. It's a, it's a problem. Yeah. That, that by far to me was the funniest listening to, because the way you had them side by side, it was, it was pretty hilarious just seeing what he was doing while she was purportedly talking. <laughs> That's the exact response we should have as it relates to uh, climate change. Um, you know, we should, should not be, you know, should be taking a cat nap through it because it's not the crisis that everybody says it is. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's, that's, I guess my opinion. So. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, thanks for coming Russia and China. Thanks for coming. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Russia's too Russia's too busy building the pipeline that Biden gave him authorization to build after hey, he shut yeah, down the one hey, in the United they're States. Busy. They got Brilliant. jobs. They're they got, you know, wonderful gas prices. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speak, that, that, that energy secretary was ridiculous. Like that just shows you the elitism of like, oh. you know, there's nothing I can do. You're the you're the you're the energy secretary. Who else is gonna do it? like lead something. Oh, can we maybe start up a pipeline that could help that, that could help employ workers and stuff like that and, and get gas here cheaper? Could we, there's stuff you can do. And she acts like, oh, it's the cartel. It's the OPEC. It's this, it's that, okay. you know, and she can probably afford it because her husband's probably, uh, you know, in, in the cartel and she's making millions off the, off the oil prices every day. But um, yeah, that was just insane too. She, she's a close second for me. So Everybody's. Can you guys name me one government entity or agency that you would you trust? You say, you know what? Yeah, I, I can trust them with this. Can you name me one? Mm. Clearly, the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I'm going to join an agency, I'm joining there so that I can manipulate my own stuff, you know, if they're going to cheat and get on me, I'm going to cheat and, you know, do the other thing. So yeah, I'm going, yeah. I'm, I'm joining the IRS if, if that's, you know. All right. Way to, way to go, pastor. Good call. <laughs> hey, I mean, let's... can't beat them, join them. That's it, right? Being a pastor doesn't mean I don't sin. I mean, think that way. I mean, come on, let's just be honest. Just wait I, for our... Not saying you don't think that way. I'm, I'm, I'm challenging your strategizing. Yeah, I'm joining the IRS. I'm going to make bank. And, oh man, <laughs> be nice to be in the you know top ten percent for once in my life. I, I'm, I'm, let's do this. You'd yeah, become my accountant. What am I talking about? Yeah, I'd be in you, too. You gotta, you gotta pay your fair share too. Now, that's it. Hey, yeah, tax the rich. I suppose. I suppose. I, I'd say the Secret <laughs> Service. I trust them. They're pretty good. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's not a bad, that's, uh, nice that call. really is. Yeah. It took me a lot of thinking. Once you asked the Good question, call. Don, I, I ran through several, but I, I landed on, on the secret service. So. Secret service. Yep. Well, yeah, I suppose you would, uh, you, what was that? Uh, what was the big, the big hullabaloo with the secret service though, a couple of years ago and weren't they up to shenanigans? There was. I remember that. 
shenanigans yeah, but with uh, ladies yeah. of the night and and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, but there's going to be bad apples in the bunch. You know, I don't think it's you know, as a rule, I think those guys are pretty devoted. Okay, um, okay. Because I mean, there's good people in every. You know, I you know the 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 part of the government I get to deal with the most is OSHA. And the OSHA folks, at least in the Cleveland office, have been really great to work with, right? They're, they're kind of, they're, they're going after the same thing I'm going after and they challenge me where they have to. And, uh, but I've not met somebody who is, who is really, you know, we, we've been able to work together. And so, you know, does that speak for the whole OSHA administration? I don't know, but I think for the most part, they're filled up with good people. I think it's the, the kind of the 1% at the top that's really pulling the strings and setting the rules is, is really where it's, uh, it's gone south. So, so Matt, I got to ask you then, since you brought up OSHA, what are your thoughts on uh, the OSHA OSHA mandates, or you know? But well, is it is it? Do you agree with say, the saying that the government is weaponizing OSHA, or do you think it's just OSHA being OSHA? I, I think OSHA's stuck in the middle. I don't think they were they volunteered for it. It's just that administration decided how are we who are we going to use to help get this across, and they use the OSHA clause that says, hey, if there's a, if there's a grave danger to, to um, your workers, then they can do this emergency rule thing. And so, um, yeah, it's, I think it's, I think it's going to almost militarize OSHA though, against certain businesses. You know, if there's actual violations, these are not small numbers. Um, uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting how it goes. I think uh, I'm taking a little bit more of a wait and see approach, do some study. You've seen already some states come out and, um, you know, put uh, your lawsuits against it. I think a judge over the weekend stayed uh, the mandate and there'll be more hearings, I think uh, tomorrow, Monday, the the 8th of November. Um, So we'll have to see what happens. I, you know, um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be wild and interesting and we'll have to take it one day at a time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we will see, we will see. All right, so we, we we did some of the the, the laugh at them, uh, you know, a little bit more of the negative side. We got to go back to the positive side, and I want to share with you our first uh, inaugural Amen battle. We got a three way Amen battle, and here we go. Fauci, I don't expect you today to admit that you approved of NIH funding for gain of function research in Wuhan. But your repeated denials have worn thin, and a majority of Americans, frankly, don't believe you. Even the NIH now admits that EcoHealth Alliance did perform experiments in Wuhan that created viruses not found in nature that actually did gain in lethality. The facts are clear. The NIH did fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan, despite your protestations. You can deny it all you want, but even the Chinese authors of the paper, in their paper, admit that viruses not found in nature were created, and yes, they gained in infectivity. Your persistent denials, though, are not simply a stain on your reputation, but are a clear and present danger to the country and to the world. You appear to have learned nothing from this pandemic. Because you see, what happens in Virginia will in large part determine what happens in 2022, 2024, and on. Uh, If you look at that, if you look at what's going on with with some of the big corporations with their woke agenda, when you look at the Biden, the Brandon administration in terms of what they're doing. (laughs) 
right. Our first amen battle is filled with competition. What say you? I'm just excited that Larnell is making an appearance. I mean, you pulled out one of my favorite sitcoms growing up with Arnold. That's that's great. And now you're pulling out my favorite. I think I called Larnell my favorite Christian artist, right? Several podcasts ago. So Thank you for that. That that's yeah. just a blessing seeing those two guys every time now. Uh, but I'll have to say my my favorite amen statement out of that bunch was probably Kamala. So I'd like to say I'd like to say right on, right on. I, I hope she's a, a prophet of truth there uh, going into the future. And I, I'll just add that first clip you played. Don't you just love seeing the the headlines? Paul and Fauci clash in another hearing. <laughs> oh, good. It's like, okay, when I get a chance, I'm going to YouTube. I got to watch the, I got to watch the replay of that. What do you think, Jeremy? Which one won it for you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with the first one. I, it is, it is so great when it's not just, you know, when, when you, you have a sense of truth and you know, it's there and you start heading that direction and, and the scared rabbit just runs and says things and says things and then more and more and more and more and more and more prove it. And then from the actual Chinese government, it is there in black and white. Everybody can see it. It is just absolutely asinine that the guy continues to lie to people and continue to shed the truth. And so I love every minute of of the politicians that go after him and just the common folk that go after him and just stay straight up. You lied. You continue to lie. You are a liar. I love it. It's great. That's it. That's my amen. <laughs> if I could do an amen, amen, I would do the, the first and second video back to back. Cause Ryan, I, I agree with you. Uh, Kamala got it right on the nose and it was great. It was great. Uh, what do you think, Don? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with, uh, with, uh, Dr. Fauci's just, I just can't get over how that guy still has a job. And to think that he's the, he's the highest paid, whatever you want to give him the title of in Washington, DC, it just, it just boggles the mind and how this guy still has a job. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. How um, is he not in prison? How is he not just canned? I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Another podcast we need to talk about the the dual justice system. You know, there there is there is two justice systems, and it is clear as day. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that that last clip, I I was laughing so hard it was hard for me to even like record it and put it in the clip. But uh, you know, it, and obviously I had to kind of cut it off. Got to be a little bit careful because you know what it's. What it's you know inferring is obviously something as as believers we don't uh, you know that, that's not respecting the you know the, the person in the office that that got it set up but um, it's just interesting how um, you know it's it's turned into this you know again I think it kind of links back to you know Fauci changing the definition of gain of function to whatever it, it whatever they didn't do oh no it's actually this and he had a bunch of stuff that you, you can go back and watch the clip but then even like these chants that are going on as as as, as wrong and vile as they are um but the media you know hey let's spin it oh yeah great job brandon like 
you know what <laughs> we're just trying to spin it like you can't spin it i think the american people are starting to wake up and say guys we're we are way smarter than this you know back to biden in the first one they're like yeah can you people even understand the supply chain and then he couldn't even explain it well that's how you get stuff to your you know, kitchen table and your uh your your home and it's complicated you know i don't know what he doesn't even know what the supply chain is he's trying to blame us like we don't know like come on man um so, so get it, this get this so my brother-in-law works as an uh an elementary uh, school teacher and they have they have small elementary school kids and one of the basketball teams they have this kid named brandon who is like a, he's not he's not a great athlete he just he's out there and he's just trying the best he can so um this before let's go brandon became a thing they every time he would go in he'd be like the last one off the bench and everybody let's go brandon just going <laughs> off and so he, he, he joins a team again this year and they're like oh no what do we do the ch- he's like the chant is so loud it is just the entire gym. both sets of both sets of visitor and home let's go He's like, oh my goodness. It is so hilarious. <laughs> oh man. What a special, Ooh. special country we live in. Um, all right. So yeah, so uh coming up in future episodes, it might be a say what battle, it might be an amen battle. Um, but uh, we've got uh I think we got the two paired up that we need to pair up, so I'm excited. Um, more on the week <laughs> that was, guys. A couple thoughts and see if you guys where you guys want to go with this, but uh, beginning of the red storm, you know, the Virginia win, the defund the police struck down to Minneapolis and other wins of this past Tuesday. Uh, thoughts on daylight savings time. Are you guys in, in for it? You out for it? Um, we, we did get an hour of sleep, but man, I'm tired or tonight than I was. Uh, anyway, Braves win the world series or the, uh, the tragic events at Astro world. Uh, what, what are some things you guys want to talk about? I love the fact that the, the, the Atlanta Braves won the world series. I mean, it was, I watched some of it and uh, Elaine and I were both rooting for the Braves just because of how much we despise the Astros and, and the fact, even and then throwing the, the fact that the, the, uh, the all-star game was not good enough for, for Atlanta, but the world series was, and they ended up taking it away. That was just, that was just the, the icing on the cake for the, for that year. That was good. That was good. I love that. Love that. I, I certainly think God is behind that. Uh, you yeah. know, I think people look at not only what happened in Virginia, but also with the Braves winning the World Series. And I think to a lot of people, they they were both surprises. And when it boils down to it, I think the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series minus their best yeah. player for half the year. I mean, right. you guys think about that. They, Ronald Acuna, their best player. I think I, I mentioned him back several podcasts when we were talking mm-hmm. about uh, baseball and uh, he was on pace for about 50 home runs. He was batting 285. He was on pace for like 145 runs, which is unheard of wow. and 105 RBIs and 35 stolen bases gone at right around the all-star break. And if you think back 30 years ago, those of us who are Minnesota twins fans, think about trying to do that without Puckett. I mean, oh, that's in right. es- oh, that's yeah. in essence what the Braves did. And so I have to think there was a divine being. Uh, I don't know if it had to do anything with the all-star game or not, but um, yeah, I, I'm usually not a Braves fan, but I, I was happy they won. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you think about the, um, 
the fact, okay, they took away a big revenue game, right? The all-star game. And I think God does have a sense of humor. He said, okay, I'll just give them like near the max amount of playoff games <laughs> to help bring back yeah. the revenue in spades to Atlanta. You know, it just, it's just wonderful how that, you know, that, that kind of worked out. That was pretty cool. Yeah. It just, it just speaks America too. I mean, it's like, you know, the underdog, the, the team that might not really even have a chance. And Ryan, you said it right on, right at the beginning that, you know, who would ever have ever even thought none of us picked the Braves, at least I don't think any of us picked the Braves, did we, to win it all? They weren't even, even, you know, a thought and they, you know, it was just unbelievable. I didn't watch any of the, any of the world series. I just caught some clips in the mornings of, of the game uh, as it, as it uh, came off, but um, so, so thankful that number one, the Astros lost, but number two, that <laughs> circle back, it went back to Atlanta and just unbelievable. <laughs> so I'm pumped. I'm pumped for them. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about Youngkin's win in Virginia? A couple, couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, it was, there was no way pretty wild. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. That was, that would, nobody saw that coming. I don't think. And I think it, uh, Definitely sent a message. Definitely sent a message. Um, and were any of you guys like excited and for the upcoming elections because of that? I mean, I just got kind of charged. I mean, I, I, maybe I've just been kind of lulled to sleep a little bit. It's been kind of nice to not think about political things for a while. But the fact that that upset and then how close New Jersey was and all the down ballot stuff that took place. It was like America is rising up again and, you know, red wave. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it, it just, you know, started to wake up here. Were any of you excited about that or, or feel a charge? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I listened to a couple of the conservative you know, podcast shows over at the daily wire. And I think hats off to them because they're, they're kind of branching into investigative journalism and they broke the, the Loudoun County school board cover up. And if you haven't heard about that, you need to go read, read about that. And that whole thing that's trying to support, you know, the transgender movement and um, whatever you may believe about that, they actually covered up sexual abuse and rape to try to get their uh, transgender agenda passed. And thankfully the great investigative reporters, again, through the daily wire broke that. And I think that that really fired up the, the, the parents in, in Virginia. I think that was a huge reason why Yunkin was able to, uh, succeed and, and win. I, I, without that, I don't think he wins. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you're you're right. You know what? I also like hey, he, uh, the, he, the the story about uh, the was it Ender, who uh, the truck driver who rides yeah. a Harley, beat won won the Senate race. That was awesome too. I loved listening to that guy. That guy was hilarious. He had no idea what was going on. He's like, what just happened? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, you know, he spent a couple thousand dollars on his, on his campaign. And I think like 200 of that went to Dunkin' Donuts and stuff. <laughs> but how, how does that happen? How does the state leading lose to a trucker? That's, I don't know. That, that doesn't that's, make any sense. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. It makes perfect sense. It is, it is finally people getting their heads around the fact that we got to stop spinning our wheels or in, in the case of the, you know, where we're at right now we've got it in reverse and we're slammed on the gas not looking in our rearview mirrors i mean it's just ridiculous and people are yeah. fed up with it we're done this is stupid we're going the opposite but, way but one thing that makes me hesitant is just the fact that the you know that what is that dude in, in a couple of years it's still so far away we've seen in nine months how south things can go 
I don't think we can wait. We cannot wait for those elections. We've got to start doing something now. Uh, We've got to start making changes now. I mean, uh, it's just, it's, it's crazy to me. I mean, uh, I know we were talking prior to the podcast, we were talking about our jobs, you know, and, and what, at what point do, you know, if these vaccines mandates go through, I mean, we've got choices to make about our jobs, whether we are forced to take the, va- the, the vaccine or, or keep our job or stay in a company that fires people, good, good workers that don't have a choice. Um, you know, I, it's, it's, it's crazy to me, crazy to me to these times that we're living in and, and the decisions, the moral decisions that we're going to have to make here. Uh, so yeah, it's just crazy. I don't know if it, back to that point of, I just don't think we can wait for the, uh, the upcoming elections. It's uh, something's got to be done now. We got to take it, take it to the streets. I, yeah. I know I'm one of the uh, only ones on here who might be pro-vax vaccination, which is which is fine. But pro-COVID vaccination, COVID vaccination. Would you yes, all okay. think about the um, pill that they talked about with Pfizer that came out that's sh- showing very effective? Is that something that would appeal to any of you all with uh, uh, facing COVID again? Or I mean, I think it's another it's another therapeutic uh, that can help that can help with it. You know, I, you know, when I had it just, what is this? Yeah. About a month ago, um, I had the monoclonal antibody treatment. I think that really did help me, um, you know, get through it. I think it could have been significantly worse had I not gone in and got that. So the availability of that along with the pill now, granted, it's interesting, you know, we can have this debate. I think the pill is really expensive. People are getting rich off the vaccines. People get rich off these things. When you have basic drugs, such as, you know, um, you know, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine that under the direction of a, a, of a doctor, you can get, and you can prevent getting it, or you can minimize it once you get it. Like in those drugs, they just, they're not making anybody any money. So that's why they're getting squashed down. I think that's a huge story too. So again, having another one in the fight, great. That, that's fantastic. But again, it's, I think it's, I haven't, I haven't done full research on it, but I believe it's a very expensive drug to get. Right. Um, so anyway yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't I, know if they've listed a price yet and I, I did want to give you all an update uh, you'll be happy to hear this this past week I've I've kind of slid my my current doctor aside and I'm now consulting with Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan uh, for my my health care decisions going forward so I just wanted to give you an update on that it's hard to argue with you <laughs> oh man that was good. Yeah. Rogers uh, speaking out like, uh, you know, not a Packer backer, but man, it was just sharing his mind and challenging the, uh, the, the establishment. You guys would not believe where this goes though. In, in the, in the, in the state of Wisconsin, there's so many people hoping that we're hoping that Jordan love, I don't know what the, I don't know what the score was. I don't know who won the Packer game. They're just hoping that love just, just dis- destroys the chiefs. Do we sit Rogers the next week? You know, all this stuff because, because the guy made a choice and he, he even, he knows he's like, well, I know I'm going to be canceled. So I might as well, you know, just explain, you know, what, <laughs> what I want to, whatever. I, I'm sorry, but I'll, I, I really didn't. I mean, Rogers, whatever. He's a great quarterback. He's going to be in the hall of fame, whatever. But I love the fact that he's got the guts enough now to just say, hey, I did the research. I'm not going to put that in my in my system because that was my choice. Do whatever else you want. It, does, it doesn't matter. And I think that's exactly what should be said. If you want to have the vaccine, great. If you don't, great. 
Um, and he gave a couple of valid points. So anyway, but it's hilarious how many people here are throwing him under the bus and ready to ride him out of town because of that. And one of his sponsors, who happens to be Prevea Health here in the area, a hospital and a, and a, a huge healthcare industry here, just dropped him like, <laughs> like yesterday, boom, you're out. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Well, jo Jordan Love didn't exactly um, make the case for being the franchise quarterback today. So I think so your, did, your buddies. So, did, so, so the Chiefs won, I guess, right? Did they win? They won. Yep. Okay. That's not even okay. a very good Chiefs team either. <clears throat> no. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there were two missed field goals, mind you. Hmm. Two missed field goals. So, I mean, it was 13-7. By Crosby? By, by Crosby. By, by Crosby. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, so it wasn't a good showing all around, but uh, I thought the defense. Well, played. if Cosby's Vax, then he's good for next year. We're good. We'll hire him back. But I mean, Aaron, I don't know. Aaron got caught, and now he's he's out there making his case. It's that's all there is yeah. to it. That guy's got about as much integrity as I do in my little <laughs> pinky toe. That guy's is just a clown. I can't stand him. And he might have said all the right things on his in his little the little podcast that make. Uh, that he did with uh, what's his name McAfee or whatever that guy's name punter his yeah. name was McAfee yeah. but that guy got caught he got caught lying and yes I, okay technically he did not lie right because what did he say they they asked him he said they said yes I am I am what I got all immunized. my immunized, yeah, immunized, I, I am yeah. immunized. But, but did it, did you guys look, I looked up what he said after this, he said, <laughs> get this. Okay. This is just so, so he's so above the rules. It's just ridiculous. And he's like, Oh yeah, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Oh, who's those guys are those guys happen to be you. Oh, come on. Just, just, he's such a, he's such a slimy weasel. I just can't stand him in that stupid man bun. I could just rip off his head. Hey, is, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Is, is he, oh. is, so did, did he reach Belichick status in your mind or what? I mean, is, is do you, no, he's, I don't think, cause I'm in the, at the end of the day, I could really care less. The, 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 the NFL protocols are so ridiculous yeah. and oh, so yeah. dumb, right. you right. know, I mean, get get fine if he if he can get, he gets away. But he that what what just irks me more is that he he feels like he's not he you're like well I, the protocols I did I didn't feel I agreed with. Well, well, of course you didn't agree with the protocols because the players' union agreed on the protocols. You're a part of the players' union. Last I checked, so you got to do what they tell you. Oh no, not Aaron Rodgers. I'm above that. I can do whatever I want as long as I don't get caught. And if I get caught, well, I'll just tell you what I think about it, and you guys can deal with it. Jeez, what a clown! What a clown! Yeah, Don, you're being so harsh to my new physician. I, I'm. I'm hurt by that. He he really grew on me when he started doing those Jeopardy shows last summer. I was like, this guy's great. I love Rogers. He's a he bird is. of a different feather. <laughs> well, I think he's the bird of a bird of the same feather Priggy is, that's for sure. <laughs> Priggy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. Who? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Uh, we need to keep Nancy Pelosi. Uh, it's bird washing. It's uh, it is what it is. Yeah, right, right. Oh man, well that was a that was a fantastic uh, week that was. So, 
Uh, we got that wrapped up. Uh, we're gonna actually turn it over to Jeremy for calling your shot. All right. So calling your shots can be a little bit a little bit unique. It, it might not necessarily fit calling your shot, but we are gonna we are gonna call something back from the memory banks of our days in college. And so we're, we're just gonna throw out there to every single person here on the pod that we're gonna uh, recall a memory from college, uh, maybe specific to a class um, or, or something good or bad. And uh, we, we may have some funny, uh, some funny things here and, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, so we're just gonna, we're gonna throw it out there to each one to talk about a favorite memory uh, from a, a college class, uh, and it could be from whatever college we went to, because I know several have, have attended different different schools. We all ended up at Pilly, but uh, so yeah, I'm going to throw out there, Ryan, first. Uh, Ryan, what is what is your memory? Calling your shot, maybe re- recalling your shot. Mm. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so I, I did stick within the class context of this question. If, if we expand okay. out, I probably could have gone in all sorts of directions, but um, I, I have a runner up. I'll just quickly briefly mention because I have a relative involved, but there is one day uh, I would say, let me just give a little background. I think the bulk of the world would look at my siblings and myself and they might say, maybe Ryan is the more astray of the three uh, potentially that, that could no, be a co- common thought. No, maybe I can't maybe. see that. Uh, it, it's possible. Uh, but I actually went to school with my sister for two years at Pillsbury with you three guys. And so I, I, have always been trying to break that, that, uh, idea around me. And so one of my favorite memories was one day in Bible doctrines class with uh, Dr. Cole. Um, I'll send at the end of the class, I, I hear him say, all right, Shanna, uh, John Cal and Mickle, I want to see you up front after class. <laughs> oh that was great i've never been called to the front of a class during college and here's shanna i I think she had like a a button or something that fell off her sweater cal and mickle were having a time of their lives with it you know and so it was enough of a distraction for all three of them to get hauled up to the front of the class afterwards so that that was that was my runner-up i thought you guys would enjoy that um but i had to go back to my first college pensacola christian college i was there for two years and you all know my friend Ray, uh, he, he was there with me. And I, I think I'd have to take the class I had with him in the class with me called speech class. I believe it was our freshman year. And for those who don't know, Pensacola Christian College is very conservative. They've got very strict rules. Um, and so um, let's just say, for example, one of my favorite groups is acapella. They, they generally frowned even on acapella, which has no instrumentation. They're a Christian group. Uh, and acapella has got a cousin group called AVB. So they might be a little bit more upbeat um, with, with their songs. Anyway, Ray, Ray and I, um, we had listened to some AVB at some point in our lives. And during speech class, we were asked to recite our, uh, one of our favorite poems. So Ray, <laughs> Ray, Ray, gets, Ray gets up in front of the class and yeah, he, uh, he recites "You Can't Go to Church" by Keith Lancaster. <laughs> I mean, I, I did whatever I could. I, I was about busting a gut in the back of the room, and he got he got done. And the speech teacher was like, "Wow, that was really good. That's really insightful." I, I'm like, "If you only knew what he brought to class today, this is this is contraband." But he just, he just got up there and performed it, and probably got an A on it. But it was, 
you had to be there to really appreciate the tension uh, with what he's uh, sharing as a poem. But uh, that was a great memory. Oh. <laughs> Good old Ray, man, he's a legend in many, many different rights, but uh, that was that's hilarious. All right, Matt, how about you? Well, a little bit of a follow up from that. I think uh, at Pillsbury, Ryan, you and I were in a class and I just you telling this story made me think of it. I think we had a we had a contest uh, to to see who could say out loud, like, you know, asking questions of the teacher, how many acapella songs we could get in this 45 minute class that we could use in question form. And, and so you had to, you know, so we're trying to, you know, spin these questions like, you know, you know, if I were walking that line and, uh, you know, <laughs> and, it, and it gave me water from the well and, uh, you know, and his love is truly better than life, you know, and I, I think Ryan won, but I was, I was laughing so hard too, just trying to get through questions. I think Ryan went, he had like three or four that he strung together and it was like, man, I'm done. I'm buried. <laughs> it's just because i've had earlier experience going back to pensacola working on all yeah. that so <laughs> yeah so anyway that was that one was for free i actually got two uh maybe not as funny but they were impactful uh one was in dr cole's class so i, I think it was like uh i took a i can't, can't remember if it was like a spring break where i stayed over and took took a class i think it might have been that or a summer for a couple weeks we, we stayed and did a class and I, I don't even remember i think it was some something related to like bible and history and something like that um and, and we were teaching a class and we had to do presentations and one of the older students you know shared something and he projected something up on the up on the on the on the screen that said it wasn't said it was like an art thing and it had and it was and it had some indecent you know it was art but it was indecent right the people not clothed properly and uh the student said hey i know we're all adults here i know you guys can handle it and 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 dr cole stopped me said i can't handle it and that always, that, that just struck me like in the heart, like, wow, like this is a guy who I look up to and it, it, on the cuff. Okay. Yeah. We're adults. It's just art. We're seeing it. And Dr. Cole said, no, take it down. That's uh and so for me, just, just seeing his heart and recognizing how much he uh, yeah, hated sin and didn't want to have anything to do with that, uh, that, that I'll always remember that. And then uh, uh, I think my senior year or well, junior, senior year, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, I was taking Greek with uh, you know, Dr. Andy Hudson. And we had kind of a small class, you know, Rory was in there, um, Brett, um, and, and a couple other people, but uh, Brett uh, Williams was actually going through a really tough time. And so we come to Greek and you know, Greek is challenging, right? And I'm sure Andy is like, man, you know, these guys are clowns. Yeah, how do I teach them Greek? Um, but, you know, you could, you came in and you could just sense Brett was like really down and out. And, um, and I think Dr. Hudson understood that. And so instead of Greek, he just, he, he went through and he encouraged Brett. So like for the whole 45 minute class, it was kind of like walking through, um, you know, scripture and, and just, it just was almost like a devotional, just speaking into his life. And for me that again, just seeing those two men in those times, you know, just one with Dr. Cole, a very short statement, and then just seeing Dr. Hudson for 45 minutes, really encouraging a, a brother in Christ who needed that as opposed to like, hey, we've got to get through this, you know, Greek assignment, uh, or this Greek lesson uh, was, was super impactful. And I'm, I'm grateful for both of those guys. Oh, very good. Very good. Don, how about you? Boy, I really, I, man, I must have slept through all my classes. Because <laughs> I'm trying to rack my brain of things that, you know, like I want to talk about. There's only there's a couple. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, and that's not a that that's not a, a dig at, at my professors or anything like that that I had through college. It that's I I man. I mean, I just I just well before I, I go any further, I think uh, 
the one thing I remember my first year, freshman year, coming into Pillsbury, sitting down in McGuire's class for history of civ. When we were going through the syllabus, we were going through the syllabus, and then uh, we started going in on, on dates and all that stuff. If anybody has ever seen um, Shawshank Redemption, uh, when they do the perp walk uh, of the of the inmates into the into the prison, and they all take bets on who's going to cry first. I was that guy who cried first because I was like a blubbering fool. I was like thinking, oh my, oh my goodness, what am I doing here? I'm in the wrong place. I should be somewhere else. This, uh, they, this is not the right place for me. I was, I felt so overwhelmed. It was so over my head. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Now, and remind you, we all had to wear, uh, we all had to wear ties, uh, shirt and ties to, to class, right? All had to wear shirt and ties, right? Did you? No, did you? Oh, yeah. So you finish Brilliant. your story, Don. I got to follow up to that. Yeah. Go, ahead. Go ahead, Don. Finish your oh, story. Shirt and ties. So, so I remember, also remember a time where we were sitting, I can't Brilliant. remember what class it was, but it was, it was our freshman year. Um, and uh, me and uh, me and Jimmy, Jimmy Hunter are sitting in the back. And then um, we're sitting in, class had just started, seven o'clock class. I can't even remember what class it was, but it was a seven o'clock class. So enough said. Um. We were, we're, we're sitting there and about five, six, seven minutes into class, Jeremy Kokamugio comes walking in. This is a freshman class, right? That's where we're like, you know, he sits down in front of us. We're just looking at each other and we're like, what's he doing? He's got his tie, his shirt and tie on, you know, he looks like, you know, and, 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 and he's looking around and we're like, chair. <laughs> he's like, he looks back. He's like, he's like, what class is this? <laughs> And he was like, he told him, he's like, he just looked, he just sat for, do you see my, I think he sat there for a couple of minutes because he was just so tired. <laughs> he, he, I think he was contemplating on just taking a nap for the, during the class because he didn't have to, he was, I could just see the gears working in his head. Well, should I go back to my dorm, go back to bed, or could I just start sleeping here? <laughs> Too much effort. Put the head down and go to sleep. <laughs> No, he ended up he ended up getting up and just walking up. We were just dying laughing. But I was uh, I was going through. I actually went back and pulled out my uh, my transcripts. I pulled out my transcripts and pulled out, took a look at all the classes I took at Pillsbury. And holy God, I did some work. I did some work at college. I mean, I got some good grades. But there's a couple that are killing me right now because one I'm looking at is I took hymnology. I took hymnology. I got a C plus in hymnology. How is that possible? You grew up How the Fourth is... Baptist. You sing exactly. music like all the time. I... <laughs> what do I get a C plus in well, hymnology? You, you, you didn't exactly nail the uh, trivia last time with Immortal Invisible, Don. Right. So, exactly. Right. You know, you're. I think you're. You're onto something there, right? I am. I. I don't know. And then I also think. This I have a, a seven a.m. class. Yeah, it, but no, it actually wasn't. I do remember going to what was the hall for for music? Kelly Hall. Kelly, that, Kelly Hall. Kelly yeah, Hall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rail was the teacher for that uh, professor for that uh, hymnology class. I wow. uh, that's the only thing I remember. Um, but uh, but I had a seven o'clock class, uh, and I think it was who taught dispensationalism. Did anybody guys remember that? Did Dr. I take that? Dr. Cole. Well, actually, Cole? we came, it was Cole. Yeah. Is it Cole? Okay. Yep. Yeah. I had a seven o'clock dispensational class. I'm pretty sure. I, just, wow. I, and, and 
much to my chagrin, I think it looks like I got a C plus in that one too. <laughs> but I, I'm going to say seven o'clock class talking dispensationalism. Who wrote that up? Come on. So those are some of my things I remember. So quick follow up on this. So it's, it's funny because I, w- I was thinking about dress code and you brought it up, Don. So this is this has got to be divine. Um, so you were getting on A-Raj for, for not being uh, not being the most above board. What was the dress code again, Don, for uh, for classes at Pillsbury? Just out of just, uh, just a question. Yeah, it was shirt and tie. Was shirt, it, or, shirt, or shirt and tie, right? Shirt, shirt and tie, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. so I roomed with I roomed with Don my first year. He took me under his wing a little bit I did. and uh, yep. you know, sharpened off some rough edges as it were. But uh, if I were to tell you what Don wore to class compared to what the standard was, uh, <laughs> there might be some discrepancy because you know what Don would come rolling into class every day with? It would be a T-shirt and an Adidas full zip up to the top. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't wear a tie the whole stinking year. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, Rogers doesn't have integrity. <laughs> You know, wear a tie, but for your graduation, maybe. Oh, whatever. I don't remember this. Well, you did. It was a t-shirt some and a zip-up. Some of the, the boys, some of the boys are immunized. Some of the boys wear ties. <laughs> oh man. Ah, time tells. That is, tell that is great. Don, do you? Th- yes. I have a question. Yes, yes, yes. Do you think if you would have aced that hymnology class, you would have given Ethan a run for his money as valedictorian? <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Well, based on these scores, no, not either. <laughs> I've, uh, I'm checking a look here. Yeah, I don't. I somehow managed something over a three point something, but uh, well, I can't. I can't tell you how that happened based on these scores that I'm looking at here. Hey, don't don't feel bad. Uh, Brother Rail flunked me out of voice lessons, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. you out of voice <laughs> would you just not show up yeah what happened there he said i've i've heard much better you're dismissed i said thank you lord bless <laughs> I'll, I'll go play golf <laughs> oh, oh. these have been great all right so i've got i've got two as well <clears throat> and i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a little fruit basket upset i'm gonna do one one good one that I, I remember that was um, actually uh, was a dispensation class and it was with Dr. Cole and I believe I took it with I think it was Matt that was in there and maybe Ryan and it was a it was a, a a block class that we took like after the semester or something like that so we were in this long class and we got down to writing it, it was either first or the second um, to last paper the final paper and I just remember that there was this conversation going on about what to name or what to title our, our paper. And I, I don't, I, I, I seriously don't remember who was saying too legit to quit, too legit to quit. Just that phrase just came in up, keep coming up. And somebody's like, Shafe, do your paper too legit to quit. And I said, done. And I did it. And I got docked seriously for that title and uh, I just remember Dr. Cole's comments on there, like, this has nothing to do with the topic. Don't ever do that's this per- again. That's perseverance of the saints, man. I'm like, I'm like man, it, it, it was a great, it was a great laugh. I, I, I will never do that again, but it was, it was, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. I, you know, I don't have, I don't have Don's three point something. So I'm in the two, I'm in the twos. What can I lose? Here we go. So yeah, anyway, um, 
But I here's think, the Jeremy, I totally remember, remember that? that. Yeah, I think Mickle yes. might have been part of that too, or Cal or i finally remember that now but yeah there was that 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 comment just kept coming up and i don't know mm-hmm. it was, you're right it was something spurred it on and i'm and so somebody's like you gotta name do your paper that's that a paper so title. good I'm like, what was your paper about too legit to no quit clue. how did you t- <laughs> no idea i who knows but my second memory comes from another paper i wrote okay this one was legitimate i wrote a paper I was in class with um, Ben, our, our, our six in the mix brother, Ben. Okay, we were in education and I will not give the uh, full disclosure of the pro- professor, but it was a Mrs. Dr. Lida Fluid. Okay, so we, we were in her class and I did a paper and I worked my rear end off because I had just switched my major from business to education. And I was, I was now finally serious about my, my college education. And I, I was I was writing and I was doing um, great research, wrote this paper and I thought it was fantastic. So she gets to the end of this class and and it was like maybe two a week after we had turned this paper and she goes I want to see Jeremy and uh, she named two other people to come see her after class. I had no idea it was for. So she has she has in her hand in her hand, mind you, this is my June my junior year, second semester, my junior year, she has in her hand, my high school ACT English score. And she says, you cheated on that paper. And I was like, wait, what? I, I could not, I could not believe what I, I was like, wait, what? She, and then she said, she said, you cheated. And, and I said, Ma'am, I did not cheat in this paper. I'm like, go check the references. Jet's library is right there. All my books have come from there. Check away. And I don't think she did. Um, but then, and then she she retracted. She's like, um, well, did you cheat? And I said, no, no, I did not cheat. And so I was one of three that she apparently thought I was uh, I was cheating. I couldn't believe it. The thing that ticked me off, the story was that she grabbed my high school <laughs> ACT, which was not high in the English category, I'll admit. <laughs> However, I mean, come on, how low can you go there? Wow. I it. <laughs> she, she was using that ACT score as a as reason a, why uh, you yes. cheated? Yes, I could not. I was, wow. I was absolutely floored. I could not believe what I had just heard. And, and I, I, I know that, you know, switching, switching majors and, and I had to talk my way into switching to, to education. And there was a, a, a standard of GPA that I had to keep. And it was, a, it was above a three Oh, uh, in order to keep that, um, that major. And so I was working really hard to make sure that I maintained that. And I had no problem doing that. And then, and then out of the blue, I was like, wait, you're going to hit me with what? Okay. This wow. is bunk. <laughs> are you sure I, I you know i think something happened where she's like the the word spread about the too legit to quit paper and there was definitely a reputation well, that you was had. after the paper so, you know, <laughs> at that point i'm like screw it let's just write whatever you want who cares you're putting yeah, the clamps no. down on you jeremy that's what it was yeah it was it was just you know it was tight so i learned i learned some lessons there so i i, I not like that as a teacher so anyway 
so yeah hey great 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 laughs great comments and that's probably the most productive segment we've ever done all right oh i'm gonna all turn right. it back over to ryan that's it all right excellent well uh welcome back to our new trivia time uh t cubed truth and tunes trivia uh, so we've got we've got three questions tonight once again two will pertain to uh, God's word, and one will be uh, connected to a tune. Connected to a tune. So oh, no, not again. <laughs> Sheepers. All right, are are you guys ready? So let me let me just make sure. Um, do you guys like my countdown with my with my fingers, or no. should I should? <laughs> no, terrible. <laughs> you just want me to keep a count in my head and like, okay, done. Would that be better? Yeah, yeah, because then we can and we can argue about it, and then we can say it's not fair. And you know, the five, four, three—it's too. You know, this is a pod middle-aged podcast, man. We, we don't need all that kind of pressure. Okay, all right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's uh, crank it up. So, Maestro, you got the tunes for us? Ready? All right. Question number one: Give me the name of Methuselah's great-grandson your name is your buzzer Uh, Don who is toolbar (laughs) (laughs) incorrect oh man good good guess thanks thanks for jogging my memory Don Matt same book uh Matt go ahead who is Tubal Cain? <laughs> Here, let me hit the sounder for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and one more time, please. Oh, you want double? Oh, yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> Two bad answers. <laughs> Jeremy, you've got three seconds to ring in. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Okay. You said Methuselah's um, grandson. Yeah, great, I, great grandson. Methuselah, no he was the oldest guy, right? He was the 969 right. guy. Yeah. You'd hey, hate yep. to ask how old he was because I'd get that. <laughs> great. Yeah, I, I probably should have guessed, like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to think where he was in the lineage. Samuel, David, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably David. Something, something like that. I don't know. Haggai, Obadiah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Hearing nothing from Jeremy, uh, the, the correct answers are Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. Ask the, yeah, ask sure the original question again, please. Give me the name right? of Methuselah's great grandson. I would have accepted any of those. So I'm thinking of one guy, and there could have been three. Yeah, that, that was misleading. That's 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 not right. Well, I've been hanging out with my doctor lately. So, <laughs> all right, Rogers, keep going. <laughs> the pack is back. Great. <laughs> oh. All right. Question number two. For two points, name the book and the chapter that tells us that Jesus is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation. Matt. Matt. That'd be Hebrews 1. That is correct. For two points, Hebrews 1 is the location of that text. It's a great passage, by the way. It is great. Isn't that an acapella song? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. You guys are in on it. I know it. It's all come to fruition. 
we are being scammed, Jeremy. We are being scammed. <laughs> it's it's a passage in Hebrews one. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. It's, well, it's, yeah you know, I, I I I know that. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah, that is truly it's a T, passage. T three gain of function. It's T three gain of function. <laughs> Here we go. I would just encourage you guys to get more into the word and maybe you guys be able to be competitive, but (laughs) amen. (laughs) Amen. The great song, by the way, it's actually Mm. off. Oh yeah. Fantastic song. I'll, I'll I'll post it on the Facebook page. It's really good. Please do. Please do. do. (laughs) All right. By the, by the way, Matt, Matt won last week. So he has one point. And so, um, I, I think you guys want me to track total points and total wins. So right now, Matt has three total points, and he's going to win this week, right? Might, this, might, this... might I add, just, just for the record, I, I yeah. really appreciate this Truth and tune, Tunes trivia, this T-Cube. This is, this is good stuff. I, I think we found, we, we found something here. I like it. Okay, good. And if I recall, Matt, you are not going to... Yes, there is no way play. I'm playing music when you're asking a musical question. I just okay. can't do it. Okay, so just Maestro. Can't. But what was he? Is he? Does he? What is going on here? <laughs> I'm making up the rules as we go. And he's like, "Oh man, I'm not going to do that. I can't no, do that. Go back to the last I episode. Do it. I said, I know. I said that. I, said that. I don't agree. I thought, so I don't I thought we. I thought we voted no." And then all of a sudden, Ryan, I thought this 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 was done. I thought we had moved on. We were going to include the music. I'm hazy on this, <laughs> Don. If I had if, if I could control the controls, we we'd have a point here. Unfortunately, Matt yeah, controls the. Controls. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Matt said, "Oh, well, I control the controls." Anyways, <laughs> yeah. why, why, why would I have to listen to you guys? I just had to talk <laughs> through right. it a little bit. I I, I exactly. got to the resolution. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I learned it from my first college roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, this is good. So question three, I'm guessing, will be um, without instrumentation. So here we go. Correct. Name the song. I'm going to give you all some lyrics. (laughs) 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 Nice workaround. As the host, I might be able to mute Don. <laughs> yeah, uh, I figures. I figure. <laughs> oh, walking that line. Uh, this is good. All right, here are the lyrics. Please name the title of this song for one point. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. No, I, I, I'm not going to do that. Let's just keep it at one point. Dwelling in the presence of His Majesty is liberty. I'm free to sing. I'm just going to try to give Don and Jeremy a little chance. It's another acapella song. <laughs> Is that the only lyric? <laughs> All right, we have in Matt, three. Jeremy. Matt. Ray, College, Pensacola. <laughs> 95. <laughs> this would be an acapella song. Yeah, uh, figures, the, yeah. the CD it was sung on is Act of God. And that doesn't the, uh, care. We don't need to hear the CD. And, and, Just and, say and, the and stupid song. Here's the correct song. answer. What is House of Praise? Oh boy, this is my my favorite acapella song. Yeah, I, you knew I had to bring up my favorite acapella song at some point, right? So that is correct. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, Great questions. You you hate to throw in a faithful faithful men song, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm not ruling that out, Don. I mean, clearly, I learned from week one. You guys were into anything. So. <laughs> 
The <sighs> hymn didn't go well last week. Let's put it that way. Yeah, if the Jeopardy song would have played, I guarantee I would have got it. I was just so discombobulated in my head, I couldn't figure it out. So, well, yeah, we're, 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 well, that was a much better week, too. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, that went really well. <laughs> yeah, but Ryan may not want to choose all acapella songs because that made it may seem like you're trying to steer it toward my, you know, strength. So, right. No, I, I, I was thinking of a good passage of scripture. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't I like believe. it now. I don't believe if if God is my witness and He is, I, I don't think I was geared for that second question by an acapella song. Now, clearly, the third question was because that's mm-hmm. one near and dear to my heart. So, um, if if uh, if I was too acapella focused tonight, I apologize. Uh, but again, week one, I learned a few things. But we'll just keep mixing it up. We'll be fine. Ryan, what are you and Dr. Fauci doing later? <laughs> I was just going to say, keep it up, Fauci. <laughs> probably probably uh, grabbing a latte, a virtual latte. <laughs> virtual latte. Right. All right. Well, we're going to move into uh, Fix Your Eyes. We are coming in for landing on prayer. I think uh, this will be the second to the last uh, one on prayer. And I uh, just want uh, each of the guys to uh, to share what the, what's your favorite New Testament, either verse or passage on prayer that's, that's meaningful to you. And we'll go in this order. We'll go Don, Matt, Ryan, Jeremy. Okay. So Don, why don't you go ahead and share with us? So um, I, I don't know if I've, if I've mentioned, I think I, I may have mentioned this before, but um, in, uh, in my study of John 14, um, one of the verses it says he when he's talking to his disciples uh, before being crucified he says and starting in verse uh, twelve he says I tell you the, tell you the truth anyone who believes in me will do the same works as I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father yes ask me for anything in my name and I will do it and I think. Um, just the, I bet the, I, I'm just trying to, you know, putting myself in that room when he's saying those words to the disciples and what they must be of, uh, what, what, what they must have been thinking of, of how, you know, all that they were taking in. And then they, and then Jesus tells them, ask me for anything and I'll do it. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, I just can't imagine what, what that would have felt like and what, I mean, cause he literally says, ask me for anything ask for anything in my name and i will do it so that the son and i love the words afterwards because that's really what it's all about so that the son can bring glory to the father you know when when those answers of prayers are answered uh, um you know prayer requests are answered it's the son being glorified uh, or i'm sorry the son bringing glory to the father and um i think those are just uh just a powerful powerful words in a in a in putting myself in that setting, in that, in that room with the disciples, when Jesus says that, what is just so powerful. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Don. You got it down. Um, I've been, I've always appreciated probably more maybe recently, you know, since being married and having kids um, maybe than I did back when I was, you know, in uh, high school and college, but uh, kind of the way the, 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 uh, the apostles would close their letters. So more the benedictions, uh, have really been meaningful to me. And, and one that is, has always stood out to me is that the end of Jude, a very short book, uh, but very power packed. I commend it to you for your reading. Um, and it's uh, just read uh, verses 24 and 25. 
uh, says now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our savior through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. And I think, you know, there's so much power packed into each, um, each book of the Bible. And, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. And even Jude, though it's small, there's a lot, there's a lot put in there and there's a lot challenging us to live in a, in a God honoring way. And the, the, the pitfalls of believing the deceitfulness of sin and going that way. And sometimes it can seem overwhelming, uh, living in this world, but the, the fact that these gospel writers all close with such encouraging, you know, hey, even if you do fall, God is going to keep you from stumbling eternally. And his goal is to present you blameless before God. It's something only he can do. And then just finishing with here's who God is, uh, which is what we need to remember. Um, I've, I've been very much encouraged by Jude 24 and 25. Thanks. Cool. Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, there are a lot of uh, New Testament passages uh, related to prayer, and I'm just curious if you ever come across a passage of Scripture and say, wow, that is really terrific, but I don't have any idea or clue how that plays out, you know, with, with God, you know, with, within the spiritual realm, and I think for me, that's, what, that's what's led me to pick the verse I've picked out for uh, what, what I'd like to say is my favorite New Testament passage on, on prayer, because it, it's great, though I really don't know how it plays out. <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to comprehend. So it's Romans 8.26, and it says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Uh, so, as I said earlier, there, there's a plethora of verses to choose from. I, I mean, Don, you went, to, you went to what Christ said. Matt, you went toward the end of the New Testament. I mean, go at many places in between. You'd find quality passages on prayer. But for me, um, this one is the most encouraging that a member of the Trinity is actually interceding for me. Uh, since I clearly am weak, and the passage points it out, right? It says, in our weakness, uh, I'm clearly weak and often struggle knowing um, how to pray for things. But knowing that the Holy Spirit is there interceding for me is just um, tremendous encouragement. And I, I struggle understanding what the end of that verse means with these groanings that are too deep for words. As long as God knows what's going on with that, and it's it's blessing and helping me. I'm I'm thankful for that. Wow, no, that's good stuff. Uh, by the way, guys, there is an acapella song that does kind of start off with what they think is groaning. So I'll, I'll share that one too, Don, because I know you're really interested about that. So, um, but there I, is one that they, <laughs> they tried to like mimic what it might be like to kind of anyway. Uh, I probably should have broken the mood there, but anyway, uh, just call me Biden. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that, but I did uh, anyway. Uh, Jeremy, why don't you close us out? Hey, Ryan, I, I was between two, and, and one of them was that Romans 8 passage. And, um, I, you know, I, I think I've, I've been in those places where you, you don't know what to say. And I think um, those are times where maybe mentally you're just not 
physically and mentally able to, and emotionally able to even really put together in your mind what needs to be prayed because of the confusion and because of, you know, just where, where a human can get. And um, I, I, I think I have at least maybe tasted some of that uh, in life. And um, I know that the spirit does intercede on our behalf because there, there are answers, there's healing, there's, there's things that happen to a, a man's heart, a woman's heart that um, happen because God, God's spirit intercedes. So and works in, in their life. So anyway, I appreciate that. That was, that was one of mine. The, the second one correlates to that a little bit because I tend to be um, an anxious prayer. And, and by that, um, I, I tend to come to God without proclaiming him, confessing, giving him honor and glory, um, giving him all of my heart before I bring my concerns and I don't think that that is just my problem. I think I think a lot of people um, pray that way, and I tend to do that a lot. And I don't like it when I do it because it just it just seems like I shout my agenda. But at the same time, he tells us to come boldly to his throne, and and we can we can do that. And so for my for my um, uh, spot on on prayer actually comes from a, a unique place. Uh, First Peter chapter five, where um, he's he's talking about shepherding a flock, pastoring, and um, at the end of this, or toward the end of it, um, in verse six, he's talking about the fact that um, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so the proper time He will exalt you. And then verse seven, there's just that that phrase, casting all your cares or anxieties upon Him, because He cares for you. I think for me because I do tend to think about um, and worry about things often, that idea of being able to cast my anxiety for whether it's other people, myself, things that I'm involved with, whatever the case may be, because of the fact that he loves me, he cares for me, and there is more to, he, he sees me and values me um, more than I will ever know, because he sees me as, as pure white. And I don't, I don't see me as that. Mm. And he, he, he does, he intercedes and he listens to my cares. And so I'm thankful that I can cast my cares upon him. And, and I would say it's, it's, it's like saying I'm, I'm casting my anxious requests on him. And the idea of that verse isn't just to kind of like set or place something um, like a phone on a desk or something like that. It's literally to heat on top of, and that's what I have. I have heaps of cares, and he says, "I'm I'm going to take those." And so, I love that that idea um, because, short of heaven, this side of heaven, I don't see my cares getting less. I see them getting more, and he's got the shoulders, not for just me, but for everyone who would come to him and call him. Yeah, great encouragement. That's uh, uh, really great to hear your guys' perspectives there. Uh, just I just got to say, I'm sorry, I just got to say, you know, I, I love what you said there, Jeremy, about that, about interceding. Um, that's mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, I, I think it was Faithful Men had a song about uh, interceding, ever interceding uh, in, the, in, their, in their album, uh, Lift Up the Cross. And uh, the bass singer dropped a dropped it like it was hot baby he was he just dropped it so good ever interceding is a good it was a good tune 
Yeah. Was that base too legit to quit? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Don, for that bow on the top of the present. That was solid. Rush out and get your copy of Faithful Men. <laughs> it's good. It's a good group. I, I did, did do enjoy listening to Faithful Men. That's for sure. Uh, anyway, just to tease out our, our next episode, which will be episode 44, will, will probably drop just before Thanksgiving. And uh, kind of like last year, we had my brother on. Um, we are we are uh, hoping uh, to have a special guest on. Um, but it, this Thanksgiving edition, like last year, will probably be a little bit more positive focus. So not 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 maybe politically strong at the front. We'll we'll probably talk a little bit about Thanksgiving traditions and just uh, reflect a little bit on the things that we're thankful for. Uh, have a good time. Maybe some more Pillsbury memories. Uh, we'll see there. Uh, but certainly encourage you to come back for episode 44. Again, that'll be dropping just before Thanksgiving. And um, Boy, great episode, guys. Really enjoyed uh, spending time with you. But that's a wrap on episode 43 on this, the seventh day of November, year of our Lord, 2021. This was Six in the Mix, talking faith, family, sports, and politics. Find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast content. Review us and leave a comment. Visit our Facebook page at Six in the Mix Podcast and comment on what topics you'd like us to discuss. We are also on Twitter at 6 in the Mix Pod. Join us on our journey.